What it do, what it do, what it do, what it does, what it does, what it ain't. I just said a whole lot, a whole lot right there. I, I don't even know how I'm starting it. Hey, that's that's the that's the director in the background. If y'all can't hear him, that's Lil D. He the direct. He the he the. Uh, how do you put it? The interim director for the show today. We got we got a couple of special guests. Got my boy T White. He now I told him when I first seen him, I love the blue he wearing, <laughs> even though he he don't, he don't like that blue necessarily. But you know, as a Kentucky guy, it's good to see him rocking Carolina blue. I I, I appreciate you. Where I think you're doing it because I'm because you're doing the show today. Man, these pajama clothes. Oh, that's leaving in the Carolina oh, okay, blue. Okay, man. Yeah, can't okay. wear it in public. Oh, you can't wear it in public. You go to sleep. But you know, you, <laughs> you sleep with the champions. Well, they they were champions at one, one point. Man. You know, here recently. I don't know, like last year. But you know, hey, that's neither here nor there. We gonna get to the college basketball. In a little bit, but first, appreciate you joining the show, my guy. I know we've been chopping it up about it over the last forever, <laughs> forever, but I'm glad I got you on today. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to hit Lakers, uh, Virginia, Kyle Corver, your boy, Mr. Big Chess, a.k.a. A.B. I can't even call him A.B. I'm just, I, was, <laughs> I said I wouldn't call him Mr. Big Chess no more, but it's, it's just funny. I just... I just it's a funny nickname. I think I'm not going to call him that during the show. No more. I don't think so. But let's get straight to it, bro. Let's get it. Like, like you ain't a Lakers fan. Oh. But but what's up with Magic, man? Man, you know, like, when I first saw it last night, I just felt like he kind of just quit on everybody. But then as I started listening to the interview and kind of getting his perspective, it, it kind of made sense. Like, he... You no, know, he got in trouble because of the whole tampering with the AD situation. Yeah, but like that's that. a little money, though. A little money to him, but it just, it, it, he felt like he was limited. Like he said, like, you know, your boy Westbrook had the big 2020-20 last week, and he couldn't even tweet congratulations for the sake of he didn't want to get in trouble for tampering and that, stuff like that. So, I it, he felt like he was getting a muzzle put on him. He couldn't be... Magic. He could be magic. He got like I heard uh, Shannon Sharp say he had to be Irving. Yeah. He couldn't be magic. And I look being handcuffed, mother, however you want to put it. This is all true. But I guess he thought he was he was still the ambassador and he wasn't really an employee. Like they was paying him to do a job. Like he, I heard him say, "I, I got a beautiful life," <laughs> which is true. Everything you said and he said is true. He had a beautiful life. He making a lot of money outside of being the Lakers president of basketball. I think when he took the job, he didn't understand that he was really taking a job and he really had to do some work outside of just show up, shake some hands, take some pictures, and call some folks here and there. It it looked like one of them things where he like, damn, I really got to go out here and do this now. Yeah, I think that by definition that was what it was. But I think that was one of them things where, 
you know, him and the buses, they got this long standing relationship and they gonna always take care of magic. Yeah. And I, I think that when they hired Magic, that was them their way of taking care of Magic. But then they got your boy Palinka in there. And Palinka is actually... Oh, he's my boy. <laughs> he's my boy. I think he just, you know, he was brought in to run and be the actual president without the title. Magic was the face. It happens Palenka like that. Palinka was everything else. But so, the problem with that is, Palinka was just an agent. Now, now, like they say, other people have been agents before, but if he got as bad of a reputation inside these other ownership arenas, management arenas, as far as people don't like how he was strong arm and he's still inclined and all that, then you really hired the wrong GM. You you hired two wrong people. Now they saying he gonna have more power because Palinka's wasn't he Kobe's agent? He was so Kobe that's, agent. That's his man. Harden so, agent. Kevin Durant agent. You, but Kobe ain't playing no more. But the Lakers is still taking care of that. So it's well, just Sometimes you got to let those people go. It's just True. like family members. If the family member ain't right for you, got to let them go. Wash your hands with them. Feed them with a long handle spoon. Magic, mm-hmm. be the ambassador. We, we we rock with you, Magic. Like, we, we rock with you. But get another Laker that could do that, that job. Because Magic already... Own the Dodgers. He part of the ownership group for the Dodgers. Like true, you ain't really got to take care of Magic. Magic, Magic, good. Oh yeah. He yeah. he didn't need the job. They just it was just one of them things where they might have been chilling somewhere. And, and Jeannie was like, "Why don't you be my president of basketball operations?" He was like, "All right, cool. I can do that." You know. Then he got it and was like, oh, "This ain't what I thought it was gonna be." This ain't that. True. This ain't true. that. But then to get on national TV and say, "I love Jeannie." She my sister. And then say, somebody got to tell my boss. Because she don't even know right. I'm not doing that, like, that was the main part. I was tripping off of how do you quit your job on national TV and not even talk to your boss who you just said you had a three-hour meeting with? <laughs> and he loved her. <laughs> yeah. Like a sister. That was, that was a little weird to but, me. Now, is it the fact that she want, he's, he claimed, they claim she gave him the power to fire Luke Walton. And he say, I love Luke. Jenny loves Luke. So don't nobody want to fire him, but he got to be fired. It, it, that's what it sounds like. Everybody like, uh, you know. Why does he why does he have to be fired? Cuz he ain't good at his job. He just ain't. Like, so so who was going to take that team and win with him? They were doing actually I mean the real thing is they were in fourth until Christmas. And then the bottom fell out when LeBron got hurt. Is that his like, fault? That, that's not it's not necessarily his fault, but what is his fault is that players that he once coached are getting it done somewhere else. True. And it don't look good for them. Like, like, yeah, folks will say, well, LeBron and, and Julius Randle played the same position. Yeah, it's a positionless game these days. I'm sure they could have figured that thing out somehow. But, okay, let's just say Julius Randle, all right, X him at the equation. Let him go. But then you got D'Lo balling True. out of control all-star this year. Then you got uh, Brooke Lopez who, for whatever reason, didn't get re-signed by the Lakers, spraying threes in Milwaukee, spraying them, and, and, and LeBron could have used him. True. I didn't see this Brooke Lopez in L.A. last year. Yeah, but I think that, you know, it also, I think his hand, he, he was handcuffed a little bit. And I think, honestly, if the players quit on him as a result of magic, you put everybody on the chopping block for A.D., <laughs> And then that fall through, and now you want to come back to me and tell me now I got to perform for you? It's life, man. It be that way sometimes in pro sports. It it just is. You you didn't want me two weeks ago. 
it ain't that I didn't want you. It's just that I had an opportunity to make the team better, in my opinion. And at the end of the day, just like every other sport, professional sport, the the management want what's going for the team. The players, you play the game within the game. That's Man, it. That's, that's like me and my gal going to the club. <laughs> and I see this other little pretty gal, and I'm all in her face. And she cool for the night, and I tell my gal, we true, we good, we good. I'm going to go with her. And she break up, and then I say, no, nah, you know what, baby, I ain't mean it. Ain't the same thing. Shh, ain't the same it. thing. Ain't the same thing. They was going for that hot little chick in the <laughs> club, little thotty body, didn't got a couple drinks in and ready to go. But then when she ain't going, you want to go back to what you already had? I mean. You think she going to be cool with it? Of course not. Of course not. You got fourteen other players that was on that squad that you said y'all can have. They grown. They grown. True. They get checks, and they know them checks ain't ain't with the same team forever. But they was all on one year contracts. How many of them dirt? How many of them D Wade? D Wade went to the Bulls and Cleveland. True. Like that's that's D Wade, which we gonna get into D Wade a little bit too with the Pauper's and all that. But that's that's D Wade. Right, like the Wade to put on the, they call it Wade County. So if he could be gone somewhere else, traded or whatever, then Cal Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, and Brandon Ingram suck it up. But they all in their feelings. They young. You got that's, to think all them guys. Days. All them guys thought I'm finna be the man. Well, then LeBron came in, and now I'm second fiddle. And now you talking about breaking in AD, and now you talking about getting rid of me. So not only am I not the man on the squad, no more, I might even be on the squad. No it more. ain't like they were putting them out the NBA. Like they just were sending them to New Orleans. See what they do? They said, "All right, cool, we gonna give you." But now y'all, now they just pity, and they hurting their chances going somewhere else when it's time. Because eventually, they like they probably all gonna be on the team coming in the next year. Because the Pelicans not trading Anthony Davis to the Lakers. It's just not no, going to happen. They don't even want to talk like, to the Lakers. Like, it's, it's just not going to happen. Like, Dale Dimps thought he was doing something. You held on to, you, to to Anthony Davis just to get fired, okay? Now, this whole LeBron and Rich Paul and people mad at them and all that in the NBA over. Look, nobody gets mad at the white GMs for the power. Like, like I just said about Rob Palenka. I didn't know none of this stuff about him strong arming and stealing plays. Nobody talks about it. Right. Nobody's going to talk about who did what to who. It's just because Rich Paul in his early to mid-30s, he black. LeBron James in his mid-30s, he got three rings. He a, he a mogul. He a mega star around the world. Best player to a lot of people. He black. They're young, black, and successful, and they hating on Rich Paul and clutch sports. They, they, they just don't like it. Like, I heard Pat Riley's name thrown around on TV today. And Pat Riley will not take that job if they offered it to him because he already didn't had his run in with LeBron. They already didn't had. He the one who said LeBron James and his posse was trying to run Miami. He ain't having that. Now, they could trade him. But they, who gonna, who want to trade LeBron James? All right, say, who has more value, Pat Riley or LeBron James? Exactly. So, if it come down to dollars and cents, of course they going to ride with LeBron. But that's kind of the same process that you said. Kyle Kuzma know he going to have a job. Even if he screwed up the next two years, somebody going to pick him up. Somebody going to pick up Lonzo. Somebody going to pick up Brandon Dinkum as long as his health concerns are straight. You know, those kids that are there that didn't produce this year will still get second chances somewhere else even if it ain't in L.A. So they all know that, and that's kind of where they the mindset they took the rest of the season. All right, y'all don't want us. We're going to let y'all have that. See how good that worked. As you should. 
but you shouldn't go about it. You got to be professional. Like, you can't just be out here slumming it up just because, you know, you you, you you sad and in your feelings. Cause, oh, they don't want me on the team. But then Kuzma, he putting LeBron necklace on for him. Like, right. like hey, hey, man, hey, man, if you're going to be mad, be mad. Like, if you're going to be sad, be sad. Like, don't don't halfway be upset. Let's let's be upset. Right. I mean, I think that they boycotted the season without boycotting the season. <laughs> they showed up every game, kind of. Showed up. And, and when you look at it, if you were to look at the amount of games missed since the All-Star break, I guarantee it was a lot more in that short period of time from February to now than it was from November to February. Oh, yeah. And that was them quitting. Oh, yeah. Because if Absolutely. they were winning, them little nagging injuries wouldn't have been nothing. Lonzo they probably could have played, played the last yeah. two weeks. Even though it was probably a bad sprain. I know sprains can be bad. It was probably a bad sprain. But of the account of your, 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 your guy, well, your, your, your father's guy stealing your money and your ankle messed up and you got a baby mama that's tripping on you, you know what? Y'all want to trade me? If I get traded, I get traded. Cool. But... I'm just not coming back. I don't even feel like playing no more. I got to deal with all this other stuff. That's it. So, he got an excuse somewhat loosely. Right. He dealing with a lot. So, if I don't have to play and I'm just going to take this injury, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let that be. But now the question is, with Rob Palenka staying, Magic Johnson's gone, Jeannie Buss, of course, still owns the team. What's next? You go from having all these rumors about who's going to be the next head coach to Luke Walton, old five mil next year anyway. Are we just going to keep them and just just let it ride out? There's a reason that he was on the chopping block to get fired. And whoever that reason is that said he needed to be fired is still there because the advocate was Magic. That's why he quit because he didn't want to fire him. So obviously Magic was on his side. Did he quit because of that or did he quit because Jeannie wants him to be fired but she won't fire him? And Magic won't fire him. Is he scared to fire him because he, quote-unquote, love Luke? It could be. I mean, who do you replace him with? I mean, there's it's a number of guys up there. You could go coach him. I, mean, I, mean, I could do no worse than <laughs> I mean, Luke Walton. I mean, I th- I th- man, look, if if Mark Jackson really wants to coach again, if if – Mark Jackson really wants to coach again. Like, I don't know if he really wants to. I heard he, he probably hadn't even done interviews and stuff, really. So, if he really wants to be an NBA head coach and it's offered to him, Mark Jackson would do a great job if he's not too disconnected. I know, you know what I'm saying, they, he talk about, they talk about he don't want people cussing and all that. Look, stop it. It's 2019. Like, they going to cuss. You, you the right. same guy who had a problem with gay folks, but you got caught with a prostitute. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to just just bag up off all this this holier than thou, and you don't curse and all that. Look, these folk grown. Yeah, they can keep it down when they in meetings and all that. But Mark Jackson would be a good candidate. Jawan Howard, I I don't know. I just think at the end of the day, when you look at Luke Walton, yeah, you can say the players went other places and prospered, but he didn't make those people move. He didn't trade any of those people. And if you look at the roster as the Lakers is right now, can't look at that roster. Anybody with any basketball acumen and say that they was expected to win. That roster is boo And I was watching Stephen A. this morning, and he was talking about the Lakers was a Western Conference final contender. He felt like they were. Boo, boo. They were playing way above their head when they was 
number four in the Western Conference. And they started slow. Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee, Rondo, Zubak was the only silver lining. Right. And they traded him away for Mike Muscala. I, I, I still don't understand that trade. And especially when you put that squad and they're playing in the Western Conference. With LeBron James, who who need people who can shoot. Right. Need There's people no who can way shoot. you can look at their roster and say, this is a contingent team. Well, look, I'm going to just say this for, for Laker Nation out there. For the last six, seven years, y'all been booboo. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Garbage. Regular unleaded at, at best. 87 gas all the way. The only way left is up. I mean, you still got LeBron for at least two years. Or at least one if they don't try to trade him at the end of it. I got a feeling that they're going to keep LeBron until the trade deadline of next season. If things ain't going right, they trade LeBron. He ain't got no he, no no trade clause. They'll trade him. Because you know, the Lakers sell out regardless. Man. Like They, they going to sell out regardless. Staples going to sell out for the Lakers regardless. So what could you get for a 35-year-old LeBron James? I mean, to me... Is he still one of the best players in the league? Yeah, do I say he's the best? Debatable. But LeBron is a Ferrari with a real rebuilt engine now. Oh yeah. It still look good. It still run. You got a nice it's got on a, the back end of got his got a nice little now. body kit. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the back end now. Needs some new rotors. It's just a matter of time before that engine, that transmission, you know. Start or something gonna go out. Five times. And I mean it started this year. Undefeated. Got a couple blown tires. Undefeated. You know, little things here and there. So now that that Ferrari is still look good and you still got some market value, Carmack still buy your car when you don't buy theirs or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's time it's getting close to time for you it's, to go it's about ahead that and time. It up. It's about yeah. that time. I, I I hope I'm wrong because I like to watch him play basketball. He 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 a, he a wizard out there on the court, but you know. We shall see the, the the to be continued. Now, what I will say is, we was just talking about D Wade, him and Dirk. Called it quits. They rolled out the red carpet for D Wade. They rolled out the blue carpet for Dirk, which I thought was dope. Right. And Dirk told the the, the worst kept secret that oh, you guys might have realized this my last this my last <laughs> right. home game ever. I'm like Dirk. We knew that you could barely walk. Right. It seemed like like you was never the fastest. You was never the the, the highest jumper. But now you look forty. You look forty one. Your jersey number was forty one. He looked forty one, like for real. Like he he looked like he needed a break. It was just that time. It was True. just that time. So the question was posed. Two questions. It was two questions actually. Well, not really a question. One was was Paul Pierce? Did he have a better career than D Wade? Like that that was the one question. And of course he said, Yeah. What did you think about that? What was your reaction when you Man, heard that? I am probably could be considered the biggest Paul Pierce hater ever. Oh, okay. Well you the right person that to ask. You, you the right I've person never, to ask. ever, ever liked him. And K G is my second favorite basketball player of How all dare time. You say that, Daddy? Devin. <laughs> so with K G Going to the Celtics, I had to respect Paul Pierce for that time. And then my man Rondo went over there, Kentucky alone. So, you know, we we kind of rolled with them. So, it you know, with him being on the team, it's like, yeah, we dealt with Paul Pierce. But Paul Pierce was going to give you that same pull-up jumper at the elbow 
at the end of every game. He he was slow. Paul Pierce is that uncle, 45-year-old uncle oh at the Y. Oh, my God. I wasn't expecting this Paul Pierce bashing. This is a 45-year-old uncle at the Y. He's going to go Pierce. in at the Y. I wish I had the bomb. <laughs> Drop one of Clues bombs for them. Right. So, so for him to go in on D-Wade and talk about, you know, you give me Shaq, you give me LeBron, <laughs> I'm winning titles. You did that he when said you five got, and six of them yeah, you, you did that when you got KG and Ray Allen. Yeah. Look, I ain't gonna stunt. On the other show, I said similar things you saying, but in reality, like in reality, Paul Pierce wasn't trash. He wasn't babbage, but he wasn't never considered one of the top ten. Like D Wade is considered the top three, top four shooting guard of oh, all time. time. Like not. Of his era, but of all time. Like, Paul Pierce was, like, top five, top ten during his time of playing. Right. Like, during his time, he was top five, ten, small forward. For a brief moment. But then, nobody ever is going to mix up Paul Pierce with being one of the best. I'm going to give you this here. I'm related to Kevin Love. When Kevin Love was at Minnesota, stud. Because he was on a bad team. Terrible. Who else was going to score and rebound? Me. Paul <laughs> Pierce with the Celtics was terrible for a long time. Who, him? The Celtics. Oh, yeah. So who else was going to score? Twan. Really? <laughs> Twan. Twan was going to shoot Twan, that thing. Twan was too busy out here chasing tail. That's, that's true, but too. Paul Pierce played on an awful team, so somebody had to score. It's given in the NBA, you're going to score 85 to 115 points a night, your team, Oh yeah. during that time frame. So, of those 85 to 115 points, when you look at the Celtics roster as it was built, who the hell else was going to score 20 points a night? That's true, too. So, he benefited from being on a trash team. He, he got to put up all the, shorts, all the shots you wanted to. He played zero defense. His defense was I, – I promise you, I could do what he was doing out there. True. Right you put Paul me Pierce on the team and terrible. tell me I can just go throw the ball at the rim all night. I'm good. I'm If I get 20 shots buckets. a night, I'm going to get you 15 to 20 a night. Buckets. Yeah. Speaking of buckets, so that was one thing. Now, I heard another question was who had the better career – or who would you have? I know it's two different positions. Okay. But Dirk and D-Wade. It ain't that tough for me. I got to go with Dirk. Yeah, it ain't that. I, I do Dirk, too. Dirk was the game changer. Dirk was the original stretch four. Exactly. I got I, I got to take Dirk. Like, Dirk. Dirk. So, hold on. You got Dirk over KG? Absolutely not. <laughs> what? No. What? I cannot. Only because of what KG brought on the defense of me. And Dirk was not going to guard anyway. If they called him man Irk for the longest. If you didn't say that, I, I'd agree with you. But I, I don't know, bro. He was called Irk for other the longest because there was no defense. D. Other than defense. Pencil KG in for 2010-5. He was going to get that. And it's then hard. he was going to go to the end and lock his man down if he needed him to guard it's, it's, point it's, it's hard for me to say a European better than that, brother. So I, I'm, I'm going to have to rock with that, too. I have no disrespect to Dirk. That man is a beast. But if you have to put him side by side and say, if we picking teams in prime and it come down and I need a power forward on my squad, you I take got to go KG because I can go get me another shooter. Oh yeah, you can find another shooter. You can find another. You can find another score. KG it just ain't seven foot shooting it like that. KG gonna go board for me. Yeah, 
Yeah. KG gonna lock down whoever I put on him, whether it's the point guard or the center. KG tough. And then he gonna come down and give you twenty, KG and then he gonna get you the rock to where it need to be at. KG tough. So I'm 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 gonna let you have that one. I'm gonna let you have that one. I'm gonna let you have that one. So now we we moving on to the playoffs. Okay. So we got the East and the West. Pretty much everything is locked up. The Bucks right. first seed in the East. Raptors two. Sixers three, Celtics four, and the Celtics got uh, Marcus Smart out with an oblique, so he Oof. out for the first two rounds if they make it that far. Because the Pacers ain't no joke. Like the Pacers not even with Old Depot out, they not finna lay down. They not finna lay down. So with that being said, who you got coming out the East? Man, it's it's tough. It, it seems so academic to pick the Bucks. But it's hard for me to go against Brad Stevens, man. As a coach, that man is a genius really? when it comes to the X's and O's. And if you have to align him and give him time to game plan against a team night in and night out, I think he can put people in the right spots in order to do so. But at the same time, I mean, Giannis and them boys playing ball. But. Have you really looked at the Bucks roster? Man, did they? Bro. Did that roster scare you? Man, bro, it's not about that. And I'm not even picking the Bucks, but I, I, the Celtics just ain't. They're not making it past the second round. Like uh, X's and O's, Kyrie Irving is, is a beast. He can score. The Toronto Raptors are coming. I, I can see that. Like, Kawhi I, Leonard is a man on a mission. I don't and, even call it the East playoffs anymore. <laughs> I call it the LeBron James Invitational because for the last 16 years, exactly. just, everybody just plays. And he, and he know, place. he know. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard a little comment about well, you know, I'm out, so everybody think they got the chance now. Okay, cool, but you ain't got no chance in the West. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can, you can try to boo boo on them because you out of the East now. You ran rough shot throughout your prime, and it's like okay, now they picking up the, the, the crumbs, but. Excuse me, Kawhi? That boy ain't no joke. That dude there got all the dog you want. Like, like he ain't. I, I think they could beat the Bucks in six. I, I feel like the Raptors is, well, not even the Raptors. I feel like Kawhi overrated to me. And the reason I say that is I was looking early and kind of doing some digging. The Raptors is 17-5 without him. He missed 22 games this year. The Raptors is 17-5 without him. Hey, man, get out I, your house. Does he, does he really make them that does he really make a team that much better? Yes, X Factor. X. I guarantee now, if you, you tell him to go lock down somebody. He gonna gonna do X Factor. Absolutely, X Factor. Like yeah, people can say, well, man, they had a better record with Demar Derozan last year. Okay, when it comes time to the playoffs, would you have rather had Demar Derozan on their team last year, which you saw what happened when they got swept, right. or Kawhi Leonard, or going against the the the, the Cavs last year? I'm taking Kawhi. Yeah. I need him to go bang with LeBron. And 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 I don't care what nobody. If Kawhi would have been playing with them last year, that series could have been different. True, could have been a lot different because Kawhi ain't scared of LeBron. But the one team that everybody's sleeping on is the 76ers. Like, I'm they, gonna they don't stay even sleep. get mentioned. I'm going to stay sleep. I, I, I say this: if MB can stay healthy. That's a hard team to match up with. They got too many weapons. I'm not worried about his health. I'm just I just know Ben Simmons doesn't shoot at all. That's why they got your boy Tobias Harris and okay. they got your boy JJ Reddick. Yeah. They got Jimmy Butler too. And they and and, and all of that sounds good, but JJ Reddick can't guard on defense. True. And Ben Simmons is an offensive liability from the from the fourth quarter perspective where okay, if you need a bucket, you gonna have to pass it up. 
Like they 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 sagging off him. They got somebody on defense that can just play rover. We don't let them go over here. We don't let them go over there. We don't let them do their thing because we know Ben ain't shooting. Right. He ain't even gonna take like people to say Zion Williamson can't shoot. No, he might not be that good of a shooter, but he ain't scared to take the shot. True. Like he he'll take his his little baby jumper and hope it go in. Yeah, it might not, but he gonna take it. Like I honestly though, looking at the Eastern Conference, like anybody can really win it. Like I think that the magic is gonna be hell for the Raptors in that first round series. I think it's gonna go, be a lot tougher for them than they expected to be. Man. I mean, they played them even this season already. It's two apiece. Boy, <laughs> hey you guys, um, I'm gonna take this opportunity to shout out Stamped Etc. They personalize all your needs. You need to get it the owner Tasha uh, Stamped dot etc at gmail dot com. You can follow them on Instagram at stamped underscore ETC, and you can follow them on Facebook, stamped ETC, period. Uh, personalizing T-shirts, onesies, bottles, pillows, blankets, sweatshirts, and et cetera. Shout out to T. Uh, you can get the Gmail. I'll let them on the email, uh, stamped.etc at gmail.com. Or you can shoot them a text or give them a call, 615-398-2924. Yeah, uh, I had to take. So you just gonna break. put the stamp on? Yeah, the magic like that. Let's, let's move to the okay, West. Okay, remember you, this conversation. I'm, I'm gonna remember this okay, conversation. Okay. This, this conversation happened at 8:09 p.m. Central <laughs> Time on April the 10th. I yeah, that that right there. Now, are we? Do we have to talk about the West? Like, is it a foregone conclusion, or do you think the Rockets can beat the Warriors if they matched up? Don't I think the Rockets? If if the playoffs started today, as the way the matchups is set, the Rockets are in for a hellacious series against the Thunder. They might exactly, not make it they out could of that even series. Beat the Thunder last night, yeah. and and PG finally hit a game winning three. Finally, Seriously. finally, hit a Thunder game won the series this season three one. So I'm not scared they, of the Thunder though, because cause Westbrook got the lowest basketball IQ of an All Star I have ever seen. <laughs> like to be I to have, to be a superstar, he got the lowest basketball IQ I have ever seen. I'm like, bro, you are terrible. Westbrook plays 2K in real life. Oh yeah, that is what he does. He's he a go video games. Going to get numbers. If we were playing Madden, he going for it on fourth and twenty-two. That's it. He going for it. Like I'm not punting the ball. I'm not like kicking that, his field goal. Like shout out to Nipsey. Russell Westbrook had that 2020-20 game, and the one thing that stood out to me the most was that the coach tried to take him out with he two minutes, no. and he shook him off and stayed in the game. No, that I'm is not a problem. Going. Me, that I'm is not going big, to the bench as a coach. I see that that is a problem. To me, that shows you who is the authority right But now. he might have only did that because he knew how close he was. So it's like, I know you want to take me out. I know we winning. So why but I got to do this. Coach, why not come out the game and holler at me as a coach? Hey, coach, I'm trying to do this for my mans. Because it's Westbrook. That ain't him. So you went about it the wrong way. Now that all you did was show Brad Stevens up. No, Billy. Billy Donovan. Billy excuse D. me, Billy Donovan. Billy, All he did was Billy show D. Billy Donovan up for those who caught that. But me as a coach, I, that was the first thing that stood out to me. Every everybody know Billy Donovan ain't ain't got no right. I mean, he's doing a good job. They they and if they was having why a bad record, the Thunder be won't beat the Warriors. The Thunder won't beat the the Lakers if they was in a seven game series. Let me take that back. That's a lie. That's a lie. I, I was going to let you have that one. I wasn't going to give you the stamp that's, on that that's, one. That's, 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 that's a lie. I, I, I apologize for my bad comment. That was very bad because, yeah, they probably sweep them. But the Thunder and the Rockets, 
is going to be the most. If it happens, if it goes down like that after the night, because I think if everybody wins, because the Thunder don't have, I mean, the Rockets don't have any more games. Right. But the Thunder have one more game, I believe. So if uh, they yeah. win tonight or tomorrow, no, they, they playing uh, Denver tonight, right? Denver playing the T-Wolves. Oh, the T-Wolves. Oh, yeah, that's, that's nothing. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if everybody that wins is supposed to win, ooh. the one team that's kind of tanked tonight, I think Portland, they oh, yeah. sitting. They sitting. We, we want to stay in Lillard. Yeah, they sitting Lillard. They sitting um, McCullough. Man, McCullough. I, I thought he was. I thought my boy was gonna be out for a long time. He back. Okay, cool. Sit down. So, but what I don't get though is you. You want to sit at four, so that you don't have to play the Nuggets in the first round. Yes. But that sets you up to have to go against Golden State in the second round. Okay. I mean, hey. Okay. Okay. So would you rather play the Nuggets or the Warriors? Yeah, first of all. I don't want to play either one of them. <laughs> like, let's just get that understood. I don't want to play either one of them. One through, if I got to, because I got to be home court. I got to have a home court because Portland played great at home. So, it's like if you're going on the road against the Jazz, four out of three, then you might lose in the first round again. So, at least let's make it past the first round and hope Steph Curry ankles ain't that good and we shall see. But we all know. I, I'm a realist. We all know. In the West, if everybody healthy – I don't care about this whole Rockets. People people kill me with it. Man, look, that's Mike D'Antoni. True. Just like my homeboy C Steele say about the about the Chiefs and Andy Reid. I don't he don't trust the Andy Reid coach team in the playoffs. I don't coach I don't trust a Mike D'Antoni coach team in the playoffs. It just ain't gonna happen. They're gonna shoot themselves out of the game. The Rockets play Warrior basketball, which is the problem. Is that you can't beat the Warriors playing Warriors basketball because at the end of the game, this is the day the Rockets are coming to the fight with a six shooter, where the Warriors got an AK. You got <laughs> too many people firing bullets at you, and you got one person. And this shit they got boogie. <laughs> exactly. Like this shit they got boogie. Like come on, bro. Like let's let's just understand what we seeing. Trying to see somebody with a three peat. First one since the Lakers did it with Shaq and Kobe. And let's just enjoy it. I, I want to see it. I hate K, the, all the KD rumors and where he going and all that. I'm trying to enjoy the moment because who knows when what we what we have out there next year. But I got the Warriors. I just told my partner. I think the Warriors could actually have one of them Lakers type finals where they go 16 and one. Like I I know it's been up and down and kind of rocky and this that and the third. But it's it's like it, it's like automatic. It's because they know that they do not have to be home, have home court advantage to win the series. No. They can go anywhere they need to win and do it. That so game they did not care about the regular season. They already done. Set, they already set the record for most wins in the season. They already accomplished that. That's over and done with. So new. what they do in the regular season now don't matter. Their objective is to get everybody in position to do what they need to do come playoff time. And I can probably guarantee you, 16-1 is a lofty pick. I say that they lose a couple because there's going to be games where they tone it down because they're going to coast. Mm-hmm. So they may lose and a couple. Somebody sneak one, like yeah. New Orleans snuck one in on the second Exactly. Round so they're going to coast through it. They're not worried about it. They're just making sure that they're healthy come NBA Finals time. They will do enough to get through the West, and then they will run through whoever they get through to the knees. I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that, man. I don't know about it's not just that easy. I don't think it would be just that because the Bucks got like their defense is, is 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 tough. Like that's that's some tough, tough, tough defense. So if it came to that, then you gotta you gotta you gotta adjust. But if they played the Raptors, Kawhi isn't enough. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they, the Raptors could probably get two. I think the Raptors could get two against them. And I think the Bucks could get at least two against them. But what, what I think the Warriors can't do, they're good front runners. So I don't think they can go down like 2-0 to somebody or or 3-1. Oh, yeah. Like, something like that. Then they got a problem. That jump with, shot get a lot tenser when you behind. Yeah, yeah. You know, 2-1 maybe, but 3-1 in like the second round, that's, a, that's, that's you know, it's a wrap. To me, I know they somebody came back against them for three one, and they didn't came back from three one before. But that's, eh, but we, we gonna see. At the same time, when I look at the Western Conference and I think of the rosters that are out there, outside of the Rockets and the Thunder, I don't think there's any. There's not enough firepower in the West to compete with what they got. Man, my the Clippers boy. is serviceable. Who? The Nuggets is serviceable. I forgot the Clippers made it to the playoffs. Yeah. The Spurs, they got Popovich, so they always got a fighting chance. Blazers, man, they guards my, don't guard. If my boy Nurkish wouldn't have got hurt, man, my boy was on. My boy was playing some great ball, and we could have at least won two games against them. Fuck this, it's sad that I'm looking for more of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not a roster outside of the Rockets or the Thunder that I feel like if I'm looking at that and I'm re- and I'm the Warriors, I'm really concerned about what we're going against on a seven game series because you true. got to beat me four times. Yeah, and that ain't gonna happen. That's tough. Is KD gone? Oh yeah, he gone. He got he got his bag. Yeah, man, that man is long gone. I mean, when you look at, and I guess it may have been covered up a lot more when he was at OKC in Seattle, but he's turning kind of a jerk if you watch him. I mean, he talking smack to the referees and cursing folks out. That's kind of how it go though. That's kind of how it go. Like it's like you know. He, his nuts dropped a little bit. Now you now <laughs> the old folks say you smell yourself. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. smell so yourself. Now, now he like a different type of athlete, which is good to have that little swagger. You got to have that little mean streak to really be a dog. In right. OKC and in Seattle, he was a nice guy. I mean, the nice guy is okay. Oh, he got the range now. Hey. Man, MVP. <laughs> that, he got the range, yeah. look, bro. You can't tell me nothing. Can't tell me nothing. So speaking of MVP. I'm looking at your I'm looking at your notes here. Okay. You got Giannis one and Harden two. We ain't Joker three, but he probably a distant three. Who you that's who you got? That's, that that would be your votes if you have them. I, absolutely. For? I'm going Giannis one. Okay. And number one, they got the best record in the league. This is true. Two, he's the best player on the team with the best record in the league. And then I also got him as the defensive player of the year. Oh, okay. Which separates him from Harden because we know Harden is not going to accidentally guard him. I think I hold on now. I think I think James Harden defense in the last two seasons has been a lot better than the previous four or five. But a lot, I ain't saying ain't nobody gonna get them mixed up. For, you going you know, from a shit sandwich to a mayonnaise sandwich? I mean, hey, he had <laughs> cheese on the mayonnaise sandwich this year. I mean, it, it, it was hard to get worse. You're right. The only way left is up. Right. Any improvement, any kind of effort was an improvement. And Giannis is efficient. He's he's pretty efficient. So I can I can I I can't go against that. I know I just feel like Harden gonna win for sure. Because of the offensive, like the numbers he put up, there. he averaging thirty, what 36, 36. 36. Yeah, I mean the numbers bro. is there. That's but crazy. It, he do take a lot of free throws. I was like, but if you look at efficiency, that man shoot a lot. And I tell anybody, if you give me as many opportunities to shoot the ball as these boys are shooting the ball, my average got to be that high. 
Like makes Jordan's lore just right, different. exactly. Like, so James Harden, your record ain't ish. Right, so, <laughs> don't get me wrong. The man is a monster when it comes down to the offensive side of the ball. But as a coach, as my coach told me, your defense travel with you at night. That jump shot might not have came with you tonight. So you show me what to say. So if you can't guard nobody, we in trouble. Now I heard you say defense, and I heard you say coach. I'm looking at you. Now. I don't, I don't want to spoil it. Who you got for coach of the year? I just want you to do your rundown of coach of the year. My man Boonhausen. Okay. But <laughs> I put it asterisk. LeBron James is the coach of the year. You see, you see, you see how y'all be doing, LeBron. <laughs> but the reason I said it you see how is because do, nobody, the Bucks would not be what they were if LeBron was still in the East. You see, I'm sorry. Doing. I said it earlier. The East was LeBron James' invitational. That's, that's so sad. by LeBron moving. To the to the from the east to the west, it, it just helped everybody. It helped everybody in the east. The Bucks is not playing against anybody on a nightly basis, so <laughs> our record is inflated. They're sixty and twenty one, which was a great record. But I'll give Boonhauser the credit. I think they could have beat the Cavs two out of four if LeBron was there. He came in. And he made them boys play defense. Under Jason right. Kidd, the no Bucks defense. didn't guard nobody. All they wanted to do was trap. And try to trap and try to trap. And That's why steal. I don't want him in as, LA. As a pro, you cannot run a trapping defense because you should know how to beat that as a pro. Where Boonhauser came in is he stuck your boy, Robin Lopez, Brooke Lopez, whatever one of them Lopez brothers, George Lopez, whoever it is, <laughs> stuck him in the middle All of the Lopez. paint. And you block shots. Jennifer, she was there too. Giannis out there. Right. Jero, who Giannis is out there pressing the ball. You got your boy Bledsoe out there pressing the ball. And if they get beat off there, and your boy Chris Middleton's a decent defender. You got all these That's what the Lakers out there guarding. <laughs> and then you got Lopez in the middle blocking shots. Where I think they could have had that. To me, the Bucks had the best roster in the East last year. But I don't think Jason Kidd used them effectively. To me... You put your boy Henson in there. I don't think they ever Shout used Don Maker how he, he should have right. been used. And they traded both of them. Giannis at the three. You got three seven-footers in your lineup. And then Middleton's not short. Middleton's trees. six, seven, six, eight. There's trees Dad, out there. I, I don't think they was ever used effectively. You got trees out there. But then your boy Coach B come in, and he made them boys play defense. We know you can score the ball, but can you guard somebody? That's, that's what's scary about the Bucks. That's really what's scary about the Bucks now. Rookie of the year, I got Trey Young. I got Trey Young. Trigger Trey came on like before the All Star break, I think. Like he like January, he just started like I think he was trying to live up to that pressure and the hype, the next Steph Curry and all that type of stuff. And you go down to Atlanta and you realize you playing with pros. These folks grown out here. They ain't, right. they ain't gonna let you come in here and just do what you want to do. And he's small, so he had to figure out the NBA game as opposed to. The the college game because you at Oklahoma doing what you want to do right just just treating them boys now I know you got Luca as your rookie of the year but he got he played against grown men last year so he he was a little more ready more prepared to come into the league and do some damage but the boy cold now 
rookie of the year was hard for me when I was just thinking about it because my one, two, and three, none of their teams made the playoffs. So it, it came down to kind of looking at different factors and the X factor. And what gave me Luca over Trey, Luca's doing it in the West. Mm. Trey playing in the East. It's true. So when West it came got some down tough to, guys, exactly. Boy. So when it came <laughs> down to West who had the tougher battle to fight on a nightly basis, I had to give it to Luca because he put up the numbers in a much tougher division. He was putting up numbers and he was playing in Dirk final year with a whole lot of fanfare around that, and it gave you it got it was like okay. This might be Dirk last year, but it ain't no question who team it is right now. True. Ain't no question who team it is. Like, he, he got it, and he shot off. But but Trey, being, I think for me it's like this. He, what, 5'10", 5'9". Ish. Yeah, ish. And he probably won 43 on a good day. Right. And if it's hot outside, he might be 135. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But the boy played like he about 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He... He ain't scared. Oh yeah. So I, I I'm a, I'm gonna rock with him on that, and we gonna I'm ready to see who Atlanta draft because with him and Collins, and a, and a solid draft pick in the East, and the coach ain't no 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 garbage out there. So, you know they could be a 35. They could be Orlando next year. Like Orlando snuck up. Yeah. I, I didn't. I I swear. I swear to God, I did not know Orlando was in the playoff picture until two weeks ago, and I saw that they were six, and I said, hold on, Orlando in the playoffs. Like, like how? It's, it's hard for me to really ride for Trey Young. No, because I just because of the East. I, I guess that's what it is. But I feel like I've seen this before. Like Trey Young is still the watered down Steph Curry right now. Oh my god! So I've seen this act before. You, 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 he's he gonna not, have to keep proving it. He's yeah. He's not. He he hasn't proven that he can his, do it. His handle, yet. his shot. It's going, the boy can the boy can flat out play. I get it. I'm, but but I know one thing. Doncic is he 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 up he up this next. This is getting hard. He he really he really up next. He really up next. Like he really up next. And I know Lou Will is gonna be penciled in for everybody. Yeah. You know, he's 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 automatic six man. You said there was no other choices. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's automatic six man. Automatic. And D'Lo. He proving everybody wrong, you know. Yeah, he was he was dry snitching and all that, but that ain't got nothing to do with his game. My boy went from dry snitching to making an all star team, and now he probably is gonna be the most improved. So that's 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 the business. That's the business. So one hundred percent. Give me one second, you guys. I gotta I gotta pay some bills, but we gonna be right back. It's the BTSC three sixty five podcast. What's up, world? What's up, world? Hey, are you tired of seeing the same old billboards on the side of the road when you're driving up and down the interstate? I know I am. But if you're looking for a new wave to get your message across out there in the world, holler at my people over at Upkeep Ads. That's right, Upkeep Ads offers advertising in a versatile format. Their mobile digital billboard is not only used as an effective way for outdoor advertising, but it's also portable. Yeah, you can take it inside to use it for messages at conferences or events to stream content indoors as well. It's great for outdoor advertising for political campaigns, grand openings, and a lot of other events. So contact my people over at upkeepads at gmail.com. That's U-P-K-E-E-P-A-D-S at gmail.com. Or you can give them a call 
901-701-7226. Hey, man, we back, we back, we back. Now, we didn't hit y'all with all this good NBA talk. And if you're listening right now, if you're watching on YouTube or you're watching, wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, stop what you're doing. Follow your boy on Instagram at BTSE underscore 365 or hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube right now. Hit that subscribe button and a little bell. Mess with your boy. Mess with your boy. So, T. White, we wrapped up college basketball, right? Marge Madness is in the books. Another year of the NCAA making a lot of money off these kids' backs, and the kids can't get nothing. So, you know, we had R.J. Barrett just declaring for the draft. Trey Jones staying in school another year at Duke. And, of course, the biggest story in college basketball, I don't know, since forever it seemed like, Zion Williamson. Hadn't declared yet. But we all know where it's going. True. What do you take away from Duke Mania this year? Like, like after all of this, now that it's over. I mean, it, it further, to me, it, it just puts light on a couple of different things. And you kind of alluded to just a second ago. I mean, this kid's not getting paid anything. And I can only imagine the amount of money that Duke made off of, you know, those four freshmen. Not even just the three you mentioned, but even Cam Reddish as well. Right how much money they made off of those kids. And when Zion went down in that North Carolina game, you know, I mean, that could have potentially been a billion-dollar loss. You know, when you think of the amount of revenue that that kid could have generated, you know, from the NCAA tournament, going into his pro career, you know, shoe deals, TV deals, Gatorade deals, whatever the case may be, it was potential loss, a lot of revenue. When the kids put, you know, their livelihood on the line every single night. So, I mean, that, that, that kind of brings it to the forefront of how important these kids are to the schools themselves. Mm-hmm. But then, at the same time, you know, they didn't, get, they didn't finish the deal. No. Duke didn't finish the deal. No. You know, it, Kentucky got tons of McDonald's Americans. They didn't finish the deal. UNC. Tar Heels finished the deal. When you look at the teams that was in the Final Four, majority of those teams, seniors. Yeah. Yeah, junior, senior team. You know, they've got upperclassmen. They've got kids that have been in those battles night in and night out. Not just, you know, your Zions who I thought coming out of college, high school was probably a little bit overrated because he played in the smallest division in, in South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. So you going against kids that are six foot. The team's other uh, team center might be six two. But – when he came into college and started playing, totally different man, grown man. He, 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 he really, he really didn't. I, I, for one, I was looking at it like, okay, this kid is a dunk sensation, right? Seventh Woods, Seventh Woods didn't have his size, true, at all, body type or nothing like that. But in high school, he was just a, a highlight. Like YouTube all sensation. you can see is is all these dunks. He get to North Carolina. A, he didn't have the size. B, he he's a guard that can't handle the ball that well. And he definitely can't shoot. So he just fizzled out. He he there, but you know nobody's gonna expect him to be nothing in the NBA. Something like Zion, YouTube, Instagram, Vine, all this stuff. But then he get out there and he ain't just a dunker. Right. Like his dunks are vicious. <laughs> like like I hadn't seen nobody dunk like that since Larry Johnson or something. As far as how aggressive he dunk, like dang, like he really act like he got a problem with the rim. But to see it all, and then you think about. Duke, right? This is probably the biggest, besides Kentucky, North Carolina is a traditional school and a traditional powerhouse. 
And Kansas is too, but those schools don't have the brand of a Kentucky or a Duke. You know, a lot of Tar Heel fans out there, but the brand itself, it's been underachieving. Like, Coach K got all these McDonald's All-Americans, all these top five, top ten picks. What has he done with them? No Final Fours? So is it now just about the money and getting these kids in there to get your, your, your boosters to bring more money to the table? Or is it really about winning? So what, what are we going to do here? I probably have the most unpopular opinion in this situation. Number one, me being a Kentucky fan, it's hard for me to give Duke any kind of props under <laughs> any circumstances. But you tell me about outside of, <laughs> outside of me being a Kentucky fan, I have always felt Coach K was overrated. And I like when that. I say to that, the reason I say that is how many X's and O's adjustments have you seen him make? You got all of this talent. And ultimately, as of late, I think that that's what he's relied on is we're just better than you. Yeah. So when we get against a team that actually has a coach that can sit and game plan and give us the X's and O's and pick out what you can't do and expose that, he can't make those adjustments. Well, I won't say he can't make those adjustments. He hasn't. He hasn't made those adjustments. And that's what I was telling people when they first, all this – are they going undefeated? They don't. I was like, look, all it takes is a coach that ain't scared, that know how to coach, and some players out there that really ain't intimidated by this. Because because when you look at the grand scheme of things, R.J. Barrett is, is, is going to try to get his. Yeah. Zion is, is more, he playing within the game. He going he gonna to get his. He going to attack on the offensive end. And on defense, he a dog. So you can't, you can't deny none of that. It's just after watching it, I was just like, you know what? They're, they're a really, really good team. But I never got it confused for an undefeated or a national championship. Right. Only way they were going to win a national title, I think, is if RJ could be more consistent and Zion stayed healthy, which he he missed like five or six games after getting hurt against Carolina in that first game. And people would like, oh, they're going to do this. It's like, bro, Carolina doesn't have a superstar. Right. But they have a team. And it's a it's a rivalry, so you're gonna. There's no way you're just gonna dog walk over them in a rivalry game. And they only beat them by one the second game, or well, the, the third game, right? So, or, or was it the second? Or did he miss the first two? He missed the first two. Played the third yeah, one. played the third one. The third one they won by one on the tip end. So, you know, it's all good. I I can respect it. But enough about the team that didn't win, that didn't make it to the final four. You know, enough about that. Like, the teams, out of the teams that made it past the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and all that, like, you got Virginia, Purdue, Tennessee had a, a, a hell of a run, even though they didn't make it to the, past the Sweet 16, I mean, the Elite Eight. But, you know, they all these teams are there. And you got Texas Tech playing for the national championship game. Like, how unlikely was that? It, it goes down to what I said. I mean, Coach Beard came up with a game plan that worked for him. Same mm-hmm. with I, I probably to me who do, was most deserving of coach of the year and didn't get it only because his team started out so slow was Bruce Pearl. Yeah, he was able to figure out what we can do and develop the game plan around getting those people the ball where it needed to be at, and then putting other people around that played the role around Harper and around your boy Brown, and even though Kiki before he got hurt, mm-hmm. other role players was out there and they did their jobs. Probably to me, the best coach right now, and it's probably one one and one A, is Mark Few one, Bruce Pearl two. Yeah, Mark Few, they 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 going you can pencil them into the Sweet Sixteen every year. And 
for what McDonald's All Americans every year, maybe one, right? Maybe one, exactly. So when it came down to times, and I said it after after Duke beat maybe Kentucky one. beginning of the season, and everybody was riding the Duke coattail. I said, watch out for Gonzaga because Mark Few is a genius, and they beat and Duke early. Only reason that I don't think that he doesn't have a national championship is because he doesn't have the caliber players that some of these other schools has. If you gave him two to three McDonald All Americans. He'd have five or six. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mark Few, hands down, is one of the top ten college coaches probably ever. He don't get that that same credit because, like you say, he doesn't get those names and the pedigree. It is Gonzaga. They're like the the biggest mid-major, quote-unquote, in basketball. I don't right. even think you can consider them a mid-major, but they are. Like, But they dominate their conference. Every year, like they're twenty and twenty nine and one, almost every year twenty nine and two, you know stuff like this. So Mark Few don't get the credit he deserves, but definitely a great coach. Now Tennessee surprised a lot of people this year, or not even surprised because they were like national championship favorites at, at one point for yeah. a lot of people. But they just, I mean, they underperformed. They ran into Purdue, and Purdue just they, I mean, they put it on them. They put it on them, and and they they had a chance, but then of course they fizzled out. They, they they couldn't. It, what what did that guy have against Tennessee? Forty two. Forty seven. Wasn't even six foot. He's not even six foot tall. Shooting that pill. <laughs> Let me ride. Shooting that pill. But so to me, that goes down the X's and O's because if I'm watching Purdue, and I see that everything that they have runs runs through this six foot point guard. Right. I'm trapping his little butt. Right. You got to get the ball up, and you're not tall enough to see over my guards. And then to make Klein the went seven for ten from three. But. He, you know, you, folks you was falling asleep that. on him. You live with that. You live with that, but you can't fall asleep. The man, he, he averaged like 12 points a game. And he hit like three, three four, five three-pointers. You know, I mean, okay, I'm going to ride with that. If if the X is – what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that. If he's got 42, I could have easily, easily made that 17. Right, right, That's a 25-point right, right, difference right, right there. So, so with, with all of that, like college basketball, we talked to Bruce Pearl. Auburn got robbed yes. by all intents and purposes. Now, that was a foul. I don't care what nobody said. That was, that was a foul. He didn't – the refs sometimes let people play, but that's only in the pros, really. In college basketball, they call it a foul every time. Like, on the replay, you see his body. Like, he, he – he, it's not like he didn't touch him. Right. Like, he did – he, he did contact him with the lower body on his leg. So, it's like you have to call that foul. Because if you don't call that foul – at the end of the game, everybody's going to know why you didn't call that foul. So, I agree with that. But, at the same time, you take the end of that Duke-UCF game. Trey Jones is bodying the man with his chest all the way to the hole, and the he man is. missed the shot. They didn't call the foul. They didn't they call the foul. Why? And everybody says, you don't let the, you don't, as a ref, you don't decide the game. You let the players decide the they game. They did that because that's Duke. But, my thing is... You you call the foul. You still let the player decide who wins because if that man can't go to the line and make them free throws, they still lose. That's Duke. They they not gonna do that against Duke. They don't respect Auburn. They 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 scared of Coach K. How dare how dare they call the foul in the Sweet Sixteen? And, and then everybody is you can't call that foul at the end of the game. I referee. We talked about that before. I referee. A foul the last three seconds of the game is the same foul as it is the first three seconds of the game. Foul by, foul. foul by definition is physical contact that creates an advantage for one player or the other. 
So it doesn't say in the first five seconds of the right. game or the last right. five seconds of the game. A foul is a foul. So at some point, there has to be more consistency. You get some referees that swallow the whistle, and then you get referees in that particular instance that blew the whistle. Was it a foul? Yes, but there are dozens and dozens of other examples of which there was fouls. I it's use all that, judgment call. I use that Duke UCF game where Zion Williamson barrels over one defender, spins off another one, and then runs over Taco Fall, which Taco Fall did Duke. foul. It's Duke. Again, that they, nobody, look, that's just like the Jordan rules, LeBron rules, stuff like Kobe rules, all that, the uh, James Harden rules. Like, Nobody is going to go against them. As much as I hate to say, in that defense, I will say that Taco Fall got away with about another dozen fouls on Probably Zion did. during the game. Seven six. <laughs> that they didn't foul. call, but at the same you time, know, not to harp on it, but at the same time, it has to be consistent. And it just felt like at the end of the day, everything was aligned for who won. Yeah, UVA. UVA was this year's Cinderella. because yeah. they lost to the sixteen. Last year they had they had you can only win the championship the next year to redeem that like the oh and that's why in my head it'd be like man this this stuff set up like you mean to tell me you lost the UMBC and then you come back the next year and you win a championship on a bunch of like that Auburn three like that that was questionable there the ball kicking off his foot like right. that's a double dribble right you do then guy hits the three with twelve seconds left to make it but. Of all this, of all this, we could not be talking about them if Jared Culver had a little bit of basketball IQ on the defensive, <laughs> a little bit of defensive awareness. How do you leave one of the best players on the team wide open for a three when you're up three and the guy's driving to the hole for a layup? You want to crash down on him instead of just guarding your man in the corner. Let him get the layup. Let him get the layup. And then you don't even crash hard. You don't even put your hands up to try to block. You just run out there and look at him and let him bust you in the face for a three to tie the game up. That that right there, in my opinion, should if he was a top five pick to anybody, he need to fall out of the lottery. Because that was some of the worst defense. That what kind of defensive awareness is that? That's not on the coach. That's it, not on the coach. Not. That's that's not trusting what you're trained to do. As a coach, you know, I always tell my players, do what you're trained to do. We don't practice three to five days a week for you to get in the game and do something totally different. Way different. I guarantee you that scout report said do not leave the shooter. Why? There's a scouting report. Of all people on that floor at that point in time, the one person you don't leave open was the one that they left open. In the corner. It's not, it's not at the top. It's not an odd three-point. Leave him open for the easiest three to, right. to make. I can make that three right now probably. Why, if I'm wide open, if I'm wide open, I can probably make that three. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm not for it. And and you got that guy in your top five. I not do. no more. I he, he ain't in mine. He, the, they can, the Bulls can take him. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, so I don't want to gloss over it, but shout out to Jerry Stackhouse, Tar Heel. He'll be... Reside in Nashville. This <laughs> year. Walker two point oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that suit. Yeah, that made suit was pretty bogus. That made suit was pretty bogus in that picture. But I'm I'm happy for Stack. I wish he would have got an NBA job, but it's cool. He's gonna go on and come down here to Vandy, shake some things up. Which I think they coach got a raw deal. You know, old, old boy got hurt. Uh, Dez Garland yeah. got hurt towards meniscus, so he couldn't be there for the squad this year and play. But 
you know, zero SEC wins. I, I'm sorry. I mean, Darius Garland is a top 15 pick, but that ain't on him. That you you got to win a few of them. You got to win a few of them. So I'm happy for Jerry. Come to Vandy, anchor down. Now I got Jerry and Coach Collins in Nashville. Two two brother man. You know what I'm saying? Tar Heels. Yeah, you, you know, I got my Tar Heels out here now, so I'm, I'm I'm excited to see that. So I'm looking at your top five. And we got, oh, I don't want to gloss over Cronin. I don't want to. I don't want to do Cronin like that. He left Cincinnati. Was a nice little team on him. Man, when I when you look in terms of coaches that have leveled up in the last few years, Cronin was at Murray State a few years ago. Cincinnati, and now you at UCLA. When you think, when you talk facilities and money, you say that's the top of the food chain when it comes to college. Oh, yeah. They are at the top. I mean, they right there in Pasadena, California. Yeah, they fourth pick, but you know, yeah. they, I, I mean, take it too. They, they, you know, top of the food chain when it comes to money. They yeah, right LA. Outside. Yeah. Now, they could be across the way in UCLA, USC, which is over in Compton, but <laughs> they, but UCLA. So I mean, when you think of going from Cincinnati, Ohio, or even Angeles. going from Murray, Murray, Kentucky, just a few years ago to Los Angeles, California, you winning. He winning. Yeah, he he he, def, he the definition of the come up. And true enough, he was down a few notches when it comes to terms of who they wanted. Yeah, I mean, they they went after Cal. They went after uh, Jamie Dixon. Barnes. Barnes. Yeah, they, they went after a few people. Then they was like, you know what? Let's get you, Mike. But my thing is, if I'm croning, But I'm he a like, professional, hey, at right? At the end of the day, you got me. That's see, all that matters. See, that's all I'm saying. Just like with the Lakers. I'm going to just go back to that. Them dudes got boo-booed on, and they couldn't come back from that. Mike Cronin was probably not thought of until the third no. And it's like, hey, Mike, come on. He could have easily been like, you know what? I'm straight. No, I'm going to take this check over here because I know <laughs> right, I'm going to exactly, go to LA and I'm to chill. He swallowed so, his pride and said, let me exactly. go get this bag. Chris Mullen got fired, right? Kind of Or did he quit like, yeah, like, like, kinda, like magic? I think he got helped quitting. I yeah. think it was in the tables and he saw it coming and he Like, you know what? Oh, y'all y'all finna come fire me? I'm straight. Uh, probably one of them things. You know, they got loyalty. He's probably the best player in St. John's history. Mark Jackson yeah. may be kind of in that conversation. But, so... To save face, we're just gonna let you resign instead of firing you. Type right? Thing. They take. Hey y'all, my heart ain't in it no more. Appreciate it, deuces. Now we mentioned Murray, and you got your top five. I like your top five though. I'm, I'm. Everybody but Culver can stay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Cam. I don't, I don't know about Cam. Cam, Cam gonna be an okay, pro, but I don't know about five. If the Knicks get one, they got Zion. The Suns get two, they got Morant. Three for the Cavs. R.J. Barrett, I'm sorry, R.J. You a Canadian-born player going to Cleveland. It's over with for your career already. <laughs> and the Bulls, Culver, Hawks, Reddish. Only thing about that top five I change, in my humble opinion, is that I think Zion, of course, is going to be number one. And Morant, number two. I'm cool with that. But I think the Cavs would take Culver over Barrett. I think they would. I don't know. I Don't call me crazy because I probably am. But I think the Cavs would take Culver over Barry. Culver is the hot name. Just because he took his team to Final, final Four Championship game, whatever. But when you think of hype and you think of going into the season, Barrett was that name. Yeah, Barrett was. was the number one draft pick going into it. He was. So from a, snatched it. from a Cavalier standpoint, it's hard for me to take what is considered the can't miss 
to somebody that just got hot. Nobody knew who Culver was. At the beginning Man, of the do you trust a player coming from Canada other than Steve Nash? <laughs> like it's tough for me to rob like, that. Come but on now. If I'm thinking of what the Cavaliers are building with, Tristan Thompson. Anthony Bennett. We even got to go Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Two Canadians. (laughs) But they got Colin Sexton there. So, building block pieces, what is next? They need somebody who can score. Now, at the same time, Colin Sexton has to have the ball in his hands. Got to. And Barrett has been known not to give the ball up. That's (laughs) why you need Cole. (laughs) So, that could potentially be a problem long term. And then who the coach? I don't even know who they coach. Right now it's uh, what's the black guy name? Uh, cause he interim and he told him he wanted to make sure he was getting paid like a head coach. Oh, what's my guy name? He a former player, black guy, older. Yeah, he got Drew me. Pearson. Shows you how irrelevant they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It they ain't Tyrone Luke. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's that's who not it playing is. this weekend, so it don't really matter. <laughs> but yeah, man, when I looked at in terms of what potentially, I just basically ranked it based off of the record. So the Knicks obviously had the worst record in the league. I mean, the ball could bounce a different way. Hell, the Lakers could end up with the number one pick. It's highly unlikely. I hope not. <laughs> it's highly unlikely. But I could you imagine not. the Lakers Magic going to be calling back for his job there if they get the number I, I, one pick. The Lakers run with Zion and LeBron on the court at this same time. Easy. 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 That is two people with Easy. no jump shot. E- Man, look. Please. It's L.A. LeBron James will make that work. The ball in his hand, or if Zoe's still out there with the ball in his hand, oh, yeah, show Showtime is, is for real in effect then. But you look at the Knicks, the way they structure it right now. Kevin Knox, potentially long-term stud in there. You add Dennis Smith, Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. They mess around and get KD this summer. And the Knicks is right back there. What they did was they tanked for one season. Mm-hmm. Just scrapped it all to potentially hit the lottery. If, they, right can get, back if they can get Zion Williamson and pair him with KD and possibly Kyrie Irving, they're ready to go. Train to go. Now you just got to get a coach in there that know what the hell he's talking about. He, hey, Fizdale straight. Fizdale get a bad rap, but Fizdale had he he good. I give him he good. I give, him, I give him a B minus right now. He good. What, what has he had to work with? Exactly. <laughs> like, That's why I said I like had the really, Knicks and the, the really, Grizzlies that one year. I haven't seen anything that just really makes me be like, yeah, he that dude. Hey, all he needs is a shot. All he needs is a shot. And Cam Reddish, I, I, if five with Trey Young, Trigger Trey, John Collins, Cam Reddish. If I'm being honest and I'm looking at skill set only, Reddish should be number one, if I'm being 100. Wow. Now, if I'm looking at productivity and what they've got out of him, he falls way down the list because he became passive. But at the same time, you're playing on a team that has a Zion Williamson, that has an R.J. Barrett, who are dominant ball players. they got to have the ball in there. So somebody got to take a back seat. And it unfortunately, it had to be him. Which, him. if I'm looking at NBA-ready game, Cam Reddish is who I'm taking. If you look at those last few games, when it came down to needing a clutch jump shot, they went to Cam. He beat Florida State. Yeah. He beat Florida Cam State. Cam is 6'7", play the two or the three. He got a decent handle. He got a decent jump shot. Now, does he get passive at times? Yes, but I think yes. that he was forced in that this year. And we're going to see. 
Which we goes know. back to we gonna see Coach K and his lack of exes and yeah, You could have found a way to get that man the ball if he needed to get the ball. This is true, but you know he teenager. He probably like you know whatever. I'm finna come play. I'm at Duke. Yeah. I'm gonna play good enough. I'm gonna be a top ten pick anyway. So Ken Reddish, if I'm if I'm really thinking in my 17, 18 year old mind, Cam Reddish was at Duke chasing tail. Probably and so. didn't give a darn about what was going on at basketball court because I'm still going to be a top five draft pick. I'd be. I'm at Duke. I'm going to smash. Smash and dash. He probably didn't go to class most days. Why? <laughs> right. Why? I'm here for yeah. six months. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Like smash. He's been on vacation. Smash and dash. He paid vacation. Smash and dash. And then my man Morant. If you think of what the Suns have right now, oh, he is with Devin Booker as the shooter. He is and DeAndre Ayton on the inside. He it throw Morant in there, and that boy averages fifteen assists a game. He it, he is it. Yeah, he might he might the Clippers if he was there this year playing for him, the Clippers wouldn't be the eight seed. No, the, the Sun the Suns are that player away. Yeah, that player away from because I know it's like man, but they they've been terrible the last ten years. Yes, they have. But they hadn't had any real stability. You got Devin Booker, you know, at least for the next four or five years. You got Aiden on a rookie contract. You put this point guard out there with them, and they still got the, they got the boy from uh from Villanova on the team. Yeah, Bridges. Yeah, so I mean they got pieces. You just gotta put it all together, get this culture right in management. I don't know nothing about the Billy Goats and all this other stuff they had going <laughs> on in there. But once you get some real structure, they just hired a guy from uh, for management too. So I'm I'm liking what Phoenix can do, man. They they gonna they're going to do some things if, if they can get a, a real point guard that can make some things work. He's that move. He can, they, they can do that. And if for some unforeseen reason they the ball don't drop their way and they fall out of the top five, Darius Garland is there. D, D Garland <laughs> is, is going to be the gem of this draft. I don't know who's going to get him. I don't know who's going to be smart enough to do it. But whoever it is. If they need a point guard, if they need a, if you need a point guard and you're in the top ten and you don't take Darius Garland, you you a damn fool. That's all I'm I've saying. been telling you about that boy for a while. <laughs> like like you tell me about him when he was a sophomore. Yeah, like like like, like 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 I ain't the the boy cold. Yeah, uh, yeah, he cold, y'all. Like if you ain't heard of him, I don't know where you been, but the boy cold. He colder than a polar bear in January in Alaska. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I can't wait to see him playing in the league. And on that note, I'm out, man. We out. We out. T. White, appreciate you, my brother. Man, it's all appreciate love, you, man. my brother. I appreciate you having me. For sure that. For sure that. So, look, man, we out of here. Y'all be easy. Be safe. Love somebody today. Hug somebody today. Oh, yeah. One last thing. Before I go, for y'all people who reselling these Nipsey Hustle uh, funeral service <laughs> tickets, I just want you to know. I, I don't wish death or hell on nobody. If you believe in hell, you might be going there because you don't need to be reselling no ticket that you got for free to somebody's funeral services. Just just stop, stop no it. shit. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. What he said. Stop that. Like, I, I, I'm out, man. BTSC 365. <laughs>